This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome to the Sports Biz Pod. I'm your host, Nick Hayden, the founder of Sports Biz Group. And today is Friday, June 19th. And this is the Sports Biz Rundown, where each week, we very concisely break down what happened in the top sports biz news, events, career openings, and more. And we typically interview professional athletes, investors, entrepreneurs on a sit-down one-to-one interview. And then I'll frequently bring on special guests to commentate on what happened on the rundown. So for this episode, it's going to be me. And we're really excited about some of these upcoming podcast interviews that we have uh, lined up and if we've already recorded. So Appreciate all the loyal listeners from uh, starting this podcast earlier this year and where we're going right now. So we have some amazing content coming up. I know we've just been releasing the Sports Biz Rundown the past few weeks, uh, but please just keep staying in the loop with what we got going on. And we're really going to ramp up and the quality of the interviews, the quality of all that's just going to continue to improve. So thank you, everyone. That's very uh, consistently listened uh, each week. So for those of you uh, that don't already know, the Sports Biz Rundown, it goes out as a newsletter as well. Um, if you go to sportsbizgroup.com, you can easily sign up to that and uh, get that newsletter each week. But essentially, our goal with that is to very concisely break down what happened this week in the world of sports and entertainment. Um, so we'll, we'll dive through with uh, the top sports biz news stories that we're covering this week. So starting with Spencer Dinwiddie, rising star in the NBA, silky smooth guard, averaging about 20 points per game, playing for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, there's an article that just came out on PitchBook regarding his new VC firm that he just uh, is launching right now, Eon XI. Um, and it was a great article by Pitch uh, PitchBook about what he's doing off the court um, and investing into tech, blockchain, um, some very innovative approach there. So we're really excited that um, we actually have some announcements coming up soon uh, regarding Eon XI, and we're going to be collaborating on some amazing projects. So can't share too much details right now, but really encourage you to, uh, you know, obviously stay along um, with the podcast. We'll have some updates there, but check out our newsletter, check out other mediums that we're going to be communicating, but we have some really exciting projects we're going to be collaborating with, and we'll keep you in the loop. Um, another news story that came out this week um, relating to another Brooklyn net, we have Kyrie Irving and he's been a very vocal voice for the NBA. Um, he's helping lead a lot of the initiatives with the NBPA, um, and, and where things are going and his, um, voicing concerns about, you know, a lot of the restart on the player safety and health. Um, and has even, uh, as one far as saying that Irving's proposed an idea to have a player run league. Um, so he's still really hesitant about the resumption plans, you know, off of racial, you know, injustice and also player safety. Uh, and, and I really respect Kyrie for his, um, outside of the box approach and, uh, and where things are going. And in my opinion, you know, I think the NBA does a pretty good job out of all the other leagues about supporting their players and 
you know, the media and, and the global presence. So, you know, I'm open to interesting ideas like a player run league. What does that look like? It still seems early ideas, but you know, someone like Kyrie kind of being the person to say, Hey, why don't we do this? And maybe other people are feeling that way, but he, he's one of the, the few that are willing to voice their opinions. So, um, yeah, that, that's something that will keep you updated, but you know, the players, uh, should be playing soon at an Orlando resort. Um, it's an interesting format. We've covered how it kind of looks, but there's still a lot of things in the air and how it looks and, you know, really how legitimate this season is viewed by a lot of the, the hardcore fans. So um, that's the new story coming up and we'll kind of segue to another story coming from the U.S. Tennis Association. Um, and they're intending to hold the U.S. Open in New York uh, starting in August without spectators. If it gets government support and uh, a formal announcement could come very soon. So um, one of the spokesperson um, for USTA said we're ready to move uh, forward as long as we can get the approval that we need. So they're ready to go. It's not going to have fans um, play at Arthur Ashe Stadium um, in Queens, New York. Uh, but that's a you know good announcement that you know there'll, there'll be sports back. We really need to see when will fans uh, be able to get back into the mix. But you know, this is kind of announcements coming on is in August for, for that for that to go down. So uh, we'll, we will keep you in the loop with, um, you know, how, how that plays out and maybe how some of these other, um, you know, tennis, golf, other sports like that, how they kind of um, improvise uh, for the time being. So moving on to another article that happened this week, uh, the BBC has opted out to use canned crowd noise when live English top tier football clubs return uh, for the first time in 32 years on Saturday. So with fake spectators reactions, diving opinion since being aired on Sky Sports this week, BBC uh, one viewers have the option to switching it on um, and off uh, via the bud red button service. So you see with a lot of soccer, they're, they're one of the first team sports to come back. Um, for example, the Bundesliga, if you ever watch it, you'll, you'll have, um, fake fan, uh, crowd noise. Um, my opinion, you know, it's kind of unique, uh, but it still seems kind of strange to, to have that. So, um, this is something that, uh, you know, a, a news distribution, um, with Sky Sports, they're giving the fans the option to switch on and off with that. Um, you know, in my opinion that, you know, that's only, you can go so far. The players still need to figure out a way to um, stay as amped up. It, you know, the fans really feed into their energy. And, you know, maybe this is a way that they think could trigger that. I think the players will still play really hard, but they feed off the crowd energy. So, you know, teams are looking to ways to replicate that. You've seen teams have cut out boards of their fans and they pay a fee for that. You know, that's one way, but I think that can get old pretty quickly. So, you know, crazy idea. I'll kind of throw this out there is even, you know, what if some of the best fans that, you know, they get mics in their home and, and the actual noise that they're generating, listening to the game that gets amplified in, and, and compiled across all the fans into that. So, uh, you know, if they're sitting at their home yelling and screaming, you know, that is a real time audio that gets pumped into it. You know, it could be difficult to pull off or, how reasonable that is, you know, it might be a crazy idea, but that's, you know, another way to maybe engage the fans. So, you know, that's something that, you know, we'll see how that plays out, but, um, you know, something like that, it, it's tough to really, uh, wrap your head around, you know, it, it's not going to be the same until fans are really, um, back into the seats and, and, uh, really feeding off the, the crowd and, and the energy that they bring to it. So, um, you know, Another kind of news that we are going to be covering right now is kind of getting into the politics side of things where 
Um, you know, it's coming from Yahoo Sports, uh, headlining with Trump loses two pivotal allies in his anti-kneeling crusade, NASCAR and the NFL. So, you know, we try to stay away from politics um, as much as we can. And, and, you know, in my opinion that, you know, NASCAR and NFL, they're making a lot of the right strides where they're going to be, you know, very supportive to the players. Um, Roger Goodell recently came out with a video saying, you know, he, he uh, could have been wrong with maybe listening specifically how Kaepernick kind of led that um, that mission of taking a knee and really what that meant. And Trump keeps voicing his opinion, thinking that's disrespecting the flag. Meanwhile, he does a lot of other disrespectful things to the flag um, that, that other people could kind of justify. So um, that's something that, you know, he is going back and saying, hey, if players take a knee, that's disrespecting the flag. Not true. My My kind of thoughts on this is, you know, Trump stick to politics here, let the sports kind of, you know, influence how we do with society. Let us, you know, bring awareness to social injustice, however, however it may be, and, you know, do it in a respectable way. But now it's going to get it intertwined with uh, politics, which is not the best thing. Um, another announcement, we had NASCAR, they're formally ruling out uh, Confederate flags being allowed into the stands. That's great news. Um, and they're also supporting um, a lot of taking knees as well. So, Trump is going back and forth with both of them about, you know, uh, taking a knee in that stance and, uh, you know, don't want to comment too much more on this. I think it's kind of a silly thing to really debate by any means. So um, we'll, we'll be interested to see. I think the majority of the NFL will take a knee. Um, I'm not really sure how NASCAR will play out and how the, the national anthem. It's a little bit different of a setup. Um, but, you know, something like that where – you know, let, let, let the, you know, let the athletes leverage their platform and kind of raise, you know, awareness to, uh, you know, what, what really is going on in the world and, um, you know, things like that. I think they're going to be more innovative. I think taking a knee, we've already seen that happen. The, the, the wording and the message has gone out. So now what's some other new initiatives that are on top of the taking the knee that really push the message and actually drive change. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how that, that kind of plays out. But, um, you know, like I said, we, you know, we try to stay away from politics and, you know, we don't really see, you know, the need for it to intertwine. I think sports does what, what, what is good is it, it distracts us from, you know, some really tough issues. And that, that's part of the problem too, in a way. Um, but, you know, moving on to, to the next story, we have, uh, Shaquille O'Neal and Rob Gronkowski. They're going to be facing off on this competition, um, and it looks like it's going to be a real-life party that is going to be used for a three-hour virtual fundraiser. Proceeds going to uh, programs such as Boys and Girls Club of America. Um, but, you know, from what I'm seeing on this is, you know, there's going to be a lot of sponsors involved, which is, uh, you know, good to see that, you know, brands are spending um, money on that. But essentially, there's all these different uh, competitions that, that they're going to be doing, whether it's a Buffalo Wild Wings sponsored um, wing eat off um, to another competition. Let me try to pull it up here of, um, you know, karaoke um, to, to dancing, to DJing, to a free throw competition. Um, there's all these different types of activations. Looks like it's going to be um, very entertaining. Um, Shaquille O'Neal puts on the Shaq Fun House and Gronk puts on the Gronk Peach Party during the Super Bowl week. So they're, they too uh, have been notorious for you know uh doing some very entertaining parties um but this is a really great you know charity fundraiser it's outside the box there's a lot of brands involved there's going to be a lot of good for a good fundraiser so you know we'll see how that 
how that plays out. Um, that wraps up, you know, six of the top sports biz news stories that we, we saw this week. Um, you know, moving on to kind of the sports biz pod where we released the, the newsletter that we're reading off into a, um, into a newsletter and um, into a podcast, excuse me. Um, and we also typically sit down and interview um, investors, athletes, entertainers um, in sports, and we're stacking up some amazing interviews. So keep following along. The rundown goes out every Friday. Um, like you're listening to right now, um, and you're covering some sports biz events. We typically put on events in New York City, which we had to cancel due to COVID. So uh, we've been doing some digital online events to kind of keep things going. But we're excited to hopefully be you know some of the first few people to put on these you know these events back in New York City and major markets, um, and really bring the sports industry together. So uh, keep updated with that. Um, to wrap things up here, we have sports biz careers where we curate the top sports biz uh, career openings that we either get referred to by people to, to give a shout out or we find on LinkedIn. Uh, so starting with some entry level jobs, Fox is looking for a digital coordinator. Uh, USA Today is looking for sports uh, and general reporter. Um, NASCAR is looking for live event content producer. DraftKings is looking for senior analyst of their paid search. And then senior level roles, we have Showtime looking for a senior vice president of media. M. Heiser Bush is looking for uh, associate creative director in their draft line department. So that wraps up the top sports biz career openings. And uh, it is a uh, tough job market right now where, you know, we try to provide, you know, with some very, you know, up to date information of events that are going on right now or job openings that are going on right now and help provide that for you. Um, but yeah, for all those people that are listening, we appreciate all the loyal listeners. Um, we've just been releasing the sports biz rundown each week and we're excited about some of these new, uh, interviews that we're going to be releasing soon. And, um, the increase of quality of interviews and the, the production that we're going to be putting into this can do some redesign as well. So we're excited about all this and we really encourage you to kind of reach out if you have ideas or people that you think we should be interviewing and going to keep this really as engaging as we we want uh, for you all listening, whether it's different giveaways coming up, incorporating a live stream component into the rundown. So, you know, all the OG listeners, thank you so much, um, you know, for listening. All the newer listeners, please, you know, give us a subscribe, give us a follow um, on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and just stay tuned for all these exciting projects that we have in the works. Um, and, and we'll have some more details to share once it's ready to do that. But Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week.